Certain Woodstock era. We're talking and, uh, about we're talking about rebellion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're um, talking about uprising. We're talking about the emerging of you know what Nietzsche called the will to power. Right, and, uh, a new age. I hardly ever use that word. It's a good enough word, mm. um, but it, like so many things, it becomes. Um, diminished, its currency is diminished for the way it's used. Mm. I mean, writing Understanding the Future, my publishers couldn't stand the fact that I'd used the term dawning with the age of Aquarius, <laughs> simply because it came from, you know, the song from Hair. Yeah. So therefore it had no currency. Right. But, you know, dawning's dawning's dawning. Oh, they're neglecting the fact that there's a big retro thing on about Woodstock at the moment anyway, so... Well, they I should have thought about that from a marketing point of view. But I'm, I'm the world's worst marketer. The, the point, the, the, the thing I find interesting is, Okay, you can now use knowledge that you've collated or mm -hmm. that you have read or yeah. whatever about certain things to do with the stars. But somebody a long, long time ago, Sabiists, for instance, star worshippers, as, as they were mm -hmm. told from the Middle East, are they the ones who sat down and actually just stared at the stars, mapped yeah. the position, monitored people? And is that the science of how this started? Observation. Yeah. It's still observation. And is that still ongoing? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, as an astrologer, you're, you're also kind of pioneering. You're pioneering new areas of astrology. I certainly am. I mean, I'm, I'm quite cutting edge in astrology because I tend to go where some astrologers dare not go. Yeah. And uh, I'm like a great... Daily Mail. <laughs> this is your problem. You've never, been, you've never been asked to do any of these kind of... Yes, I have. And I've I tried it a bit, and it kind of peeled off away from me. Yeah whether I wanted to or not, because my heart wasn't in it. Right. It really, really wasn't. Mm. Um, I am very serious about astrology because I use it all the time in my own life. Mm. Yet at the same time, I try not let it rule me in by being kind of too pedantic or what I call astro-neurotic about it. Yeah. yeah. But my understanding of it is this, correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, I'm not an astrologer, but my understanding is that you have a kind of observational science where you look at the stars and it gives you certain indications which you read from. Correct. Yeah. But there's also kind of an artistic and intuitive aspect to it where you have to, you have to feel something too. So you have to be an intuitive kind of person. Yes, they're, they're rather like kind of... Um, the planets are rather like kind of tuning forks. You know, you set them resonating by looking at them and then they'll, they'll kind of talk to you. Right. Uh, first, one of the first lessons I had in reading an individual birth chart was saying, look at it for a long time and then let it talk to you mm. rather than analysing it. As such, astrology has also been called the algebra of life. The planets and signs and houses, they all represent energies in play, and also there's the connection to quantum physics, which I utilize yes. in understanding the future. Whereas quantum physics is the inner reality of matter, mm. astrology is the inner reality of life. Well, you use quantum physics, which is interesting, and obviously, you know, in this genre that we're in right now. Yeah. There's a lot of speak about quantum physics ever Indeed. since what the bleep came out and, um, you know, all, all of that. And there's also a lot of nonsense to spoke about it, unfortunately, so. as, as well. But one of the things that, the two things have just clicked in my head there is we're talking about observation. And that's one of the things in quantum physics which causes an effect. Indeed. Observer created reality. So yeah. are you not actually causing an effect by observing the stars and then passing the information on to people? Are they not actually then, are you not causing some Making it's a matter a of balance between my what I perceive and my perception, mm. and yeah. that so you have to be very open, don't you? Extremely, 
Yeah, I mean, the planet that governs openness, when I say governs, <laughs> see, each planet, it's like, a, it's like an algebra of life, or it's like a, an alphabet as well, right. represents a certain energy of life. Right. Where there's, it was called by um, ancients the law of correspondence. Certain energies correspond to certain, yeah. uh, certain objects or feelings or whatever. Mm. We were talking about the planet Uranus before we began, which governs the future. It governs the, the, the esoteric, the unusual, the unknown. It governs astrology, it mm. governs science, it governs anything that looks at things and sees how they're working, mm. as if from above, you might say, yeah. an objective, detached, impartial viewpoint, ideally. Yeah. Um, and so.